0: More brilliant people fail because of distraction than any other thing. Mm. Keep your eye on the prize, beloved. Keep growing that one thing, that God thing that you are called to. This is the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast with tips, tools, and biblical truth to build your brand, business, or ministry. If you're a Christian speaker, writer, coach, or entrepreneur, this is the podcast you've been praying for. Get ready to increase your impact, income, and influence. Here are your hosts, the mother, her son, and his wife doing business, ministry, and life to shape the culture for Christ. Tamara Lowe, Zach Lowe, and Jillian Lowe. Let's go. Welcome to episode one, numero uno, the maiden voyage of the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast. Woo. New York Times bestselling author Tamara Lowe, the founder of Kingdom Builders Academy, here with my co host the Bishop of Blueprints, the Father of Frameworks, the Crown Prince of Conformity to Plan A. He is Ooh. the epitome of excellence and the President of Kingdom Builders Academy, my beyond brilliant son, Mr. Zach Lowe.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you, Coach Tam. Great For to be those with you, guys.
0: Of you for those of you watching the pod today, let me introduce the other blonde book ending the broadcast. She is the architect of analogies, the queen of clever, the prophetess of prayer. She is the sunniest, bunniest beacon of light and love, the vice president of operations for Kingdom Builders Academy with all the sprinkles and glitter. She's my dazzling daughter in love, Mrs. Jillian Lowe. Give it Whoa. up for Jillian. Buckle in and listen in. You're going to get excited and ignited today because today (laughs) we're talking about the spiritual secrets of success. So we have secrets. We have spiritual secrets. They are secrets of success. They are biblical. They are rooted in scripture. And we talked about it and we thought, okay, if you were to say the number one secret of success, the number one secret, spiritual secret of success, what would it be? And we each had something different. And so we thought that we would share some spiritual secrets of success today. And they're fundamentally important and give you some, some tips and some ideas of how to implement these things. So I love it. Zach Lowe, you're such a leader. I feel like you should start.
1: All right. Well, let's, let's do it. What awesome intros, Coach Tam. If we can have unique intros like that each week that would be amazing all right well let's start with the spiritual secrets of business success excited to dive into this topic and it's I think it's pretty cool that we each have different things that come to mind for each of us here's where here's where my my principle my secret comes from give you a little scripture to kick things off Luke 6 38 give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. Luke 6, 38. Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. We normally think about this in a monetary perspective, right? We should be generous. We should be giving. And and when we give, we're going to get back. But I want to talk about it today in the context of non-monetary gifts, okay? Because speaking of business success here, I think the number one key, right? It's not the only thing, but I, if I had to pick one thing, this would be my one thing. I think the number one key to building a great business is the product or the service that you provide, right? And it's caveat it's what not going to give you're yeah. Yeah, it's not the only key, right? There's other elements that you need to survive, right? Like you need good sales, marketing, operations, and cash flow. But the one thing that I wanna I wanna highlight is a, a spiritual key to business success is what are you giving to people? Right? Your product, your service, your offer should be making people's lives better. Because the reality is, like Jesus said. The more you give, the more you're going to get. So really kind of put a a different way in the business context, the better you serve, the better your stuff is going to sell. Because people want to pay to make their life better. People happily pay to make their life better. I happily pay to make my life better, right? Like I love paying for a Chipotle burrito. That makes me happy. That makes me full.
0: Wait, are are we getting product placement dollars here for this?
1: One day, one day. Chipotle is going to come calling.
0: They're on our list.
1: Yes, yes. Chipotle will be the official burrito sponsor of the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast. Uber Eats, throwing another one out there that we would love some sponsorships from Uber Eats. I love Uber Eats. makes my life better. Their product or service is giving something to me. So I'm happily gonna give my business to them. I'm happily gonna gonna do that. I just want a $5,000 piece of workout equipment. That's awesome. And I was happy to pay for it. I'd pay for it again, and I'd recommend it to everybody. I love to pay for a good business mastermind, a good online course, a great book, right? Anything that's going to make my life better, I am happy to pay for it. And I believe that for you and for your business, everybody who's listening, the better that you can get at giving the better that your business is going to grow right the better you give the better you're going to grow it's going to get poured back in it's going to get poured back in for sure and i i look at like i love to look at like the great men and women of history the the wartime leaders political leaders in the arts and business and church history and here's the thing that sticks out to me just about greatness just about the greatness in men and women throughout history, is that they all gave you something. They all had something that they got fired up about, that they wanted to give, that they wanted to to use a, a talent or a truth that had the power to transform, right? They have something that made your life better, and they just got really fired up about sharing it. You know, like every, I think, great artist, great musician, great leader, they've got something that they got passionate about giving. And the more they gave, the more their message, their platform, sometimes their business grew. So here's kind of the bottom line that I have for everybody thinking about starting a business, everybody wanting to grow their business is What do you have that others want? Right. If you're thinking about how do I start my business? I don't know what to do. I don't know what to create. I don't know what kind of niche or what kind of product or what kind of industry. What do you have that others want? Right. What can you give that will make someone's life better? And this can be something like my amazing wife. She could build a business on a bunch of different things, right? Just like on her great like energy and positivity or her relationship skills, right? Maybe you have a happy marriage. You can build a business on that because people will pay to have a happy marriage. Maybe you have kids that have grown up and become successful. People will pay to have successful kids. Like what can you give that will make people's life better? Could be great health, finances, relationships, knowledge on some certain subject. If you go out and you give, if you, if you just get behind whatever you have, whatever gift mix God has given you, because you got something to give, if you can go out and give and get really passionate about making people's lives better, that's going to build your business. Right? Again, it's not the only thing, but I think it's the number one thing. I think it's the primary thing. And it's like Jesus said, also, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. We are supposed to make people's lives better. We're supposed to go out and make a difference, make people's lives better, right? And I think that's in a whole bunch of different ways. It's not just by sharing the gospel. That's the primary thing, right? Is being, being light and sharing God's light and love. But we can also do that in a variety of other ways, through all the other talents, through all the other gifts, all the other experiences. hmm And I think that's our responsibility. I think that's our calling is, is to go out and to give something. And when you do that, you do have the opportunity to build a great business, right? And I think it's, it's like, it's almost like from faith to faith in a business context. It's like from giving to giving, it's like the beginning and the end of what we do in business is about giving something to make people's lives better. So that, that's, that was my Thing that first thing that immediately came to mind as a spiritual principle for business success and that verse was Luke 638, give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over will be put into your lap.
0: Yes, get good at the give. Love it, Zach, love it. All right, Sonny Bunny, you're up next. What you got? Hey,
2: okay. I loved that, Zachy. I loved it. Um, So mine was relationshiping. And I am curious, um, Bun-Bun, can you define for me what is relationshiping?
0: Relationshiping. Well, it's what we do here when we are talking, when we are just fellowshipping, we are talking, we are visiting, we are sharing. It's, It's intimacy. And really, it's what the entire church is built upon it's built upon relationship with god and relationship with others and and really if you even look at the cross you'll see a vertical and you'll see a horizontal relationship with god relationship with each other now you didn't ask me to prepare an answer. So I hope that was a good one.
2: Well, yeah, no, it's, it's you know, it's a great one. Said? I mean, it's a great one. You know, like I was thinking today, I was in, I was going, I always go to the same Starbucks. Okay. I don't know if you have like a spot where you guys go to every day. Maybe you get coffee or my husband is the juice King. He is the juice King. His favorite juice place is not near us. Uh, it's a little bit of a jaunt, but he loves the drive. He loves the drive because he loves to think he loves to jam out on a podcast it's and a good podcast. He's, he's a, He is a professional podcast listener. Um, so you all have the places that you love to frequent. And I was just thinking this morning about how I go to this Starbucks. It's the same Starbucks, okay? It's a new Starbucks. And when I first started going through the Starbucks, I did not know then. And they did not know me. We were strangers and it was strange because Mm -hmm. I want to know you. I need to know you. I don't care if you're just working at the Starbucks. I don't care if you're my hairstylist. I'm going to need to know you and I'm going to need to see you. So now when I go through the Starbucks and I first started, I would just say, hi, I would start with a little visit. Oh, how are you doing? Oh, I love your hair. Oh, just a little, just a little. I see you. Because, you know, it's like, don't you feel like, honey, when, when, when you, and I know you're not, you know, like really super in love with the whole visiting scene. However, <laughs> don't you like it when you go somewhere that you're getting Chipotle or you're getting a juice and it's like cheers where everybody knows your name. Do you like to be recognized? Do you
1: like to be known? Yeah. Yeah. That's community.
2: So I think that for me now when I go through Starbucks I now know the barista's names. And and this is really important I think why I would say relationship. I read this morning it said relationship is the most powerful force in the world and there is nothing that someone will not do for love, for the sake of love. And I was thinking about, you know like who doesn't want to be seen and known. And you know what, bunny? I was remembering I was remembering being on your stage, the get motivated business seminar. And I remember being with general Colin Powell. <laughs> and do you know what he used to, to say when he would stand on your stage? And he was, he wasn't, he the best storyteller.
0: So good. Yeah. He was
2: such so a great story, right? Mm-hmm. So he said, you know what? I'll tell you that one of he said, and, and at that point, I don't know. How old do you think he was?
0: Oh goodness. Um I'm going to say 6568 maybe.
2: Sixty-five, sixty-eight, and he, And he said, I'm going to tell you one of my secrets to success. One of his, his secrets. He said, do you know, when I, I park in this garage, you know, when he was, you know, work working and in, 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 um, in, in, for the white house. And he said, I would have to park. And he said, do you know, there was like dozens of cars at the end of the day that needed to get out of there. And he goes, do you know, my car came out first every time, no matter, no matter when I brought my car in, I, when I was ready to leave, magically, my car would appear. And you know, Bunny, you heard this story 20 million times more than I did. And he said, that's because I learned the name of every valet. And when I pulled up in the morning, I'd say, hey, Hector, how's it going? Hey, Joe, how's your wife? How's Sarah? He recognized in a micro dose moment, we all want to be seen. And, and relationshiping doesn't mean long form visiting you don't have to drain your battery. You don't have to put out massive rays of sunshine. But if you can go in and out of someone's world where, you know, Bunny, can you give me an example of someone in your life right now somewhere there you love that they know they, that it's, it's more than just transactional? it's more than transactional. And can you name, can you name a service they provided that you continued to go back to them or to prefer them or go out of your way to go to them just because they saw you, they knew you, and they showed like they cared beyond what they were providing?
0: Yeah, sure. There's, there's bunches of them, but I think of Haley with these nails. She used to be right down the street from me. And I would just go over the bridge and I'd get my nails done by, by the lovely and talented Haley. Mm. And then she moved. She had the audacity to move away from me 45 minutes Mm. and I drive 45 minutes to go see my Haley because of that interaction and because of her talent too. Mm. So I think that, that uh, the combo of that, like what Zach said about, you know, get great at giving. Mm -hmm. give a good service, give a, give a good product Mm -hmm. and relationshiping, mixing it in with, you know, the old saying is people don't care how much, you know, until they know how much you care.
2: No, exactly. And I think that it's, it is important to know that it can be microdosed. that that is a really great way to build relationship and establish it quickly is do the little things. And if you aren't good at that, you can get good at it. Like when you are going out to get your coffee or when you're, when I stopped, I stopped at Walgreens and there was this woman named Helen and Helen had her leg in a boot and she had like broken her leg. Here's the thing that I realized most people are invisible to the world around them. It's totally transactional. We come and we go, we get our coffee, we get our juice. We are, I think, I don't know how if you guys, I don't know, Zach, if you have a way of describing this, but like we're self-prioritized. We're mm-hmm. like, we don't, like, how would you describe that? We're like, you don't- well, I think only- it's
1: just kind of a, a cultural thing, especially an American cultural thing that like we're in a rush all the time, right? I've got to get my burrito. I got to get my coffee. I got to go to the next meeting, right? I got to get home. I got to get to school on time, right? So we're always so rushed. And um it does it'll it'll choke. It'll choke out those relationships. And you know what? honey, I love that. I love that principle. And I was just thinking of like a way that it's built our business, right? It's built our business. Like when you came into to Kingdom Builders Academy, you relationship with everybody, right? Like that was like your first like core gifting that you wanted to give is you relationship with our members. you relationship with our coaches. you relationship with our team. and um we all really felt like you brought a lot of heart into Kingdom Builders Academy. Like you brought a lot of a lot of feels, a lot of, um, you know, just that kind of family bond. You did that in building the heart, I think, at Kingdom Builders Academy. And also just recently, you just made a friend. We were at an event and you made a friend that uh, you just bonded with really quickly right away. You visited over shoes and you visited over michigan and you visited over this and you visited over that right, and all right. of a sudden that opened the door to a big business partnership and we're at, about to to launch a new thing that um mm-hmm. probably wouldn't have happened right we wouldn't have been able to build our business in the same way if you hadn't made relationship and just a way of life and it opened doors it opened doors like that wasn't the intention right you were right. out visiting to build your business right but because you did it it's a natural effect.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I would just end with, you know, like that was really the greatest commandment was like love God and love people. And like loving people well is, I'll tell you, if you want to know if you're loving people well, it's a little inconvenient. I'll just bottom line it for you. If you want to know if you are loving well, you feel inconvenienced. And that means it's taking more of your time. It's five more minutes in Walgreens. It's the extra visiting. It's the mental do I remember her name? Do I remember what was like the lady today? Uh, her name was Gabby and she was a new barista and, um, she had pigtail braids and she had freckles and she, she, uh, she, I said, Oh, you know, she goes, are you off to work today? And I said, Oh, you know, what? actually, yeah, but I work from home. And she goes, Oh, she goes, what do you do? And so I gave her a little couple, you know, tidbits and she goes, man, I, I really want to get into project management. What do you think about that? It just goes to show that even just a couple of moments of seeing her, of engaging with her, that it created intimacy where not only could she tell that I saw her, but she wanted to then be bring me in. And so when you think about, you know, I'm building a brand, I'm building a business, I'm building a ministry, a lot of you are going to be building teams, you're going to be hiring your own admin superheroes, you're going to need to surround yourself with good people, you're building out your coaching program, you've got to have people who will buy into the culture of your mission. But if they do not feel seen, if they do not feel known, if they genuinely do not feel that you care, they will never attach themselves to your mission. So it's going to be people first, then your mission, then building whatever you've got to build. And you know, the perfect, like, there's no better example of who had the greatest mission of all and built it out was Jesus Christ himself, because he understood the power of relationship and he did that first. And then it was the mission. So, yeah. relationshiping is my awesome,
0: good word. Yay. I want some soundboard. I want some cheering.
2: <laughs> I Drum know. The
0: That's awesome. <clears throat> all right. Well, I will bring it on home with my spiritual secret for success in business and in life and in ministry. And so many of you who are joining us today, you are very creative, you're entrepreneurial, you have lots of ideas, your ideas have ideas, your plans have plans, and it's really hard to maintain your focus and to not chase the little rabbit. Oh, there's a squirrel, look, there's a butterfly focus, I think, is one of the greatest secrets to success. When I was, when I was 30 years old, Zach was a baby. A I morning. took up skiing. <clears throat> I took up skiing. And I didn't do so well with skiing. I always felt like something really dreadful was going to happen to me. And so at the age of 40, I changed from skiing to snowboarding. And it felt a lot more comfortable to me, but I was 40 years old, okay? And so I was nervous and it took me longer to learn than it probably would if I had started off when I was a teenager or something like that. But I remember my snowboard instructor saying to me, do not look down. If you look down, you'll fall down because where you look is where you'll go. Mm -hmm. And that is so true in business and ministry and life, where you look is where you'll go. And and I found out it was true. He said, don't look down the mountain. You want to go straight down the mountain? He said, no, look across the mountain. You'll traverse across the mountain. He said, look in front of that tree, five foot in front of the tree. Don't look at the tree because you don't want to hit the tree. Mm -hmm. And it was like, it was like magic. My snowboard Mm -hmm. just went to that spot. Mm -hmm. He said, now look across the other side. I looked. Snowboard just followed. Mm. Here's what Proverbs 4, 25 through 27 says. It says, let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Ponder the path of your feet. Don't get sidetracked. Mm. Don't swerve to the right or to the left. And you know, something that is really detrimental to business people to ministers to entrepreneurs to in- influencers is what we call SOS SOS you know that it's it stands for save our ship we're going down the ship's going down but it also means shiny object syndrome so shiny object syndrome is a continual state of distraction brought on by the ongoing belief that there is something new there is something better worth pursuing. And it always, always comes at the expense of what is already planned, what is already underway, what you're already doing. It's going to diminish what you're already doing. So let me ask you to take a little test here and you can, you can test yourself. Okay. So is this true for you? You have a list of business ideas, but very little gets executed. Your list gets longer, but it's not getting executed you constantly start new goals, but you don't see them through to the end. Mm -hmm. You frequently jump from one goal to the next rather than sticking to what you're doing until the end. You jump from one money-making idea to another, drawn by the promise of potential gain. Oh, this is what I'm doing. It's going really great. You ought to do it too. Okay, let me do it too. You've started several books and you tinker away at them for years, Mm -hmm. but you never finish them. You never publish. Or if you do publish, Your books don't sell because you don't have a marketing plan and you don't see it through. You keep registering new domain names and launching new websites, but you don't work on building out these sites. You're not working on building out a following for these products. You have a collection of plugins and tools, but you don't actually use them. If you can say yes to a lot of these questions, my friend, you have shiny object syndrome. Can I give you,
2: can I give you an example? I have, I just have a burning example. First of all, there were so many ouches and that's me and triple quadruple yeses in the chat bunny. (laughs) I'm going to just confess this exact, this exact scenario has happened to me. And I'll tell you, it has been with my obsession with skincare products. I cannot even tell you. And I walked in just not even a month ago to this, this, this esthetician. And Mm. I had two big bags, piled everything I saw on Instagram. That looks good. I love that app. That's convincing. I'm going to add that to my skin routine. I have like 47 products and you know what? My skin was so mad at me. It started a revolt. Like it was totally revolt. My face was revolting against me. And I walked in with all these bags and she goes, what are you even doing? And I'm like, well, I started out with this and she's like 50 and has like, she's German and her skin is like, you know, and she goes, that was good. And I said, but what about this? This retinol is amazing. Don't forget vitamin C. We need the hyaluronic acid. What about this amniotic? And she just. We, looked we better at me. be getting some really
0: good product placement money really soon.
2: She took, she took the bags and she dumped them like right into the trash. And there was this metal gold trash can and she dumped them into the trash. And and she says to me, she goes, right. So say bye bye. And then she put like four products in front of me and she says, this is what you need. And I was like, but no, but what about all? She goes, this is actually your problem. You're halfway through this routine. You started that routine. You added these. She goes, you're paying for money. You might as well just flush it down the toilet because you didn't need all those things. It's not helping you. So that whole shiny object syndrome, I will confess that is like my Achilles heel with skincare. you know, the thing I was wondering though, okay, are you ready? Why bunny? This is what I want to know. And I've never asked this of myself. So I'm scared of what you're going to say. Why do you think I'm, my butt cheeks are like squeezing together. Why do you think we get that? Why do you think I cannot just look at my four products and be satisfied? Why do you think I'm always like looking to the next thing to add or to replace? Like, why, why do we get that? Why do we do that to ourselves?
0: That's a great question. And you know what? I'm going to tell you something. I don't think it's your fault. And I don't, I don't think it's the fault of our viewers or listeners or members who would say ouch ouch gosh that's me because our culture has conditioned us to be flighty and fickle we we receive thousands of marketing messages every day and the thing is you cannot pay attention to everything if you try to focus on everything you're going to get nothing finished if you don't focus you will not finish and so I want to give you a, a scripture here, okay? And this is great for you to memorize, memorize this scripture. It's Hebrews 10, 36. Patient endurance is what you need. When do you need it, Zach? Now. Patient endurance is what you need now. Patient endurance is what you need now. Why? So that you will continue to do God's will. Then, then this is what we want. Then you will receive all that he has promised. Do you want all that God has promised in your life? Yeah. Well, what do you need? Patient endurance. Patient endurance is what you need now so that you will continue to do God's will. Then you will receive all that he has promised. Hebrews ten thirty six. you know, more brilliant people fail because of distraction than any other thing. Mm. Keep your eye on the prize, beloved. Keep growing that one thing, that God thing that you are called to. Give it your time, give it your focus, give it oxygen, invest in it. Mm. Can I tell you, plan A is anointed. It is the appointed awesome assignment that God has for you. And I have found in my life, and you've probably found it in your life, that when you move from God's plan A to your plan B, It is bad. It is brutal. And guess what? Plan C is a counterfeit. That's not what God called you to. Plan D is a disaster. Plan E is exhausting. Plan F is a futile, frustrating failure. Plan G is good God. Why didn't I just stick to plan A? (laughs) Stick to plan A. Keep your focus on the focus. Keep your focus on what God's called you to. So I want to give you three strategies for keeping your focus. Okay. Number one, pinpoint your purpose, pinpoint your purpose, get laser focused on your purpose. In fact, at the end of the broadcast today, we're giving away free copies of my book on purpose that are going to help. It's going to help you to pinpoint your purpose. Now, this is what Romans nine seventeen says. I raised you up. This is God. God says, I raised you up For this very purpose, that I might display my power in you and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. That's God's purpose in your life. That's God's purpose in the life of every person on this planet. Every person on this planet is called to display his power and that his name would be proclaimed in all the earth. But how are you going to do it? how are you going to do that? So we want, we want you to pinpoint your purpose. That'll help you keep your focus. I remember when I was um, a girl, when I was 19 years old, I was fasting and praying and I was fasting and praying in part because I was exhausted at 19 years old. I was exhausted from doing the ministry. No joke. Mm -hmm. I, I had a radio show. I did prison ministry. I did um, youth ministry. I was a youth leader. I was a Sunday school teacher. I taught two-year-olds. I I worked with Campus Crusade for Christ. I did street evangelism. I was a home Bible study leader at 19 years old. I was exhausted from ministry. And, And I was fasting and praying. And I was saying, Lord, what should I do? What is it that I should do? I had ministry in my DNA, but not all ministry am I called to. Hmm. And the Holy Spirit said to me, drop everything that is not evangelism. And so we have to be pinpointed on our purpose. So that's number one. Number two is to follow a proven plan. Don't do it yourself. Do not try to do it yourself. This is a, a massive bad idea, okay? You want to follow a proven plan. Jesus said in Luke 14, don't begin until you count the cost. For who would begin construction of a building without first calculating the cost to see if there's enough money to finish it? Otherwise, you might only complete the foundation before running out of money, and then everyone would laugh at you, and they would say, there's that fool who started building and could not afford to finish it. All right. So if I were going to build a house, if I were going to build my dream house, the thing I would not do is plan on constructing it myself. I would not do that. Yeah. I would not try to figure it out. I would not try to save a nickel so I could spend a dollar. That's not what I would do. Do it yourself is death in increments, okay? So you want to follow a proven plan. Who who else out there has successfully done what you wanna do. That's why people come to me and to Zach and to Kingdom Builders Academy to learn how to publish best-selling books. Why? I'm a best-selling author. You wanna do live events? I've got 30 years of live event experience. And if I wanna learn something, I'm not gonna try and figure it out on YouTube videos. I am going to invest in myself so that I get the best and quickest results. All right, number three, third strategy for keeping your focus be accountable to like-minded achievers and believers. That's how you get in momentum. And that's how you stay in momentum. Proverbs 15, 22 says without sound counsel, plans fail, but with many advisors, they succeed. And as we started off the broadcast today, talking about the whole, the whole church, the whole church is built on relationship. It's built on giving. It's built on being in community, getting in momentum, staying accountable to one another. And when you do that, it builds your enthusiasm. It builds your life and your joy. In fact, Bunny this morning, coach Sonny Bunny, she shared with me a testimony. We have a few teenagers in our family that we're concerned about and that we're praying about. And she, she called me this morning and she said, Hey, I've got to tell you, one of one of our kids that we've been praying for called me and we had a two-hour conversation. He's in college now. And there were some guys on campus that kept coming up to him and inviting him to a Bible study. And he wasn't into it. He didn't want to hear it. He didn't want to go. He tried to say no. He did say no. But they kept coming to him and saying, come on, man, come. It's, it's really a lot of fun. You're going to have a good time. And he went on to say that he's rededicated his life to Christ. He has joined a local church. Why? It was because of that community, staying in community with like-minded achievers. It gets you in momentum and it keeps you in momentum. And that beloved is why we're here doing this podcast, why we're glad you joined us. All right, you got it now. Our top three keys, spiritual keys to business, ministry, and personal success.
1: Yeah. I love it. I love it. And you know what I think kind of, and we're, we got to wrap here, but what stuck out to me uh, about all of the things that we shared and kind of in explaining them is that it's all kind of counterculture, you know, like we get in this like kind of cultural worldview, even if we don't like, you know, believe it, we sometimes get kind of conformed to it. And it's like Paul says in Romans, we have got to be like transformed by the renewing of our mind. And that's, Part of the reason we're doing this podcast, right, is to get out there what we've seen, what we've experienced, what we've used to renew our minds, to get in alignment with our kingdom purpose, and to be fruitful in those things. So that's why we're doing this podcast. Keep listening to it, and you're going to find that renewing of your mind. You're going to kind of go from that kind of world culture to a real kingdom culture. And yeah. that's going to help you a lot in being a, in alignment with your kingdom assignment. So Bless you guys. Love you guys. Thanks for tuning in today.
0: Hi, this is Tamara Lowe, founder of Kingdom Builders Academy, here with a free gift for you, our loyal podcast listener. We're giving away free copies of my newest book, On Purpose, How to Find, Fund, and Fulfill Your Purpose. You can download your free copy right now at onpurposebook.com. That's www.onpurposebook.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast today. Join us again for our next exciting, exciting, exciting episode.